Hey friend, today we are talking about eight types of rest and how to abide in the Lord and his peaceful gifts that he has for you. I'm going to talk about what it means to find rest, how we can discern between worldly rest and godly biblical rest, and then how to actually implement rest, how I go through these eight different areas in my life and achieve and grow and purposefully and intentionally plan in rest. We are going through it. I hope that this blesses you and that you are able to step into all of the amazing gifts of rest and types of rest, both physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and really uncover this newness and freshness to life that God has for you in the gift of rest. Let's do it. Hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gas Show, where you can get clarity on your calling, use your gifts for glory, and create a kingdom business. I believe that when we come together as daughters of the King, we will create true change here on earth. And we're raising up little world changers, mamas. Yes, and amen to that anointing over our lives. I believe we can also do this while having a ton of fun. You're here for PJs all day, lukewarm coffee, building passive income businesses, and using your voice for impact by podcasting and spreading your message into the world. You are in the right place. It's time to let God light our path so we can experience true miracles. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Hey, sis, I have a favor to ask you. If you have been a Lola for over three episodes and you've been hanging out with me for any number of weeks now or maybe even months or girl, maybe even years, have you left a written review for this podcast? That is something that I that truly lights my heart up every time I get to see your comments and what you guys think of the show and your favorite episodes and which ones have inspired you or transformed you or changed your heart or your business in some way. So I'm going to ask you for a favor right now. If you have not done so, will you pause this episode for me? Scroll all the way down in the Apple Podcast app and just leave me a quick written testimony for how this show has impacted you. I would love to hear from you. And if you want to do me one more solid, taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it in your stories. Guys, that's the only way that I know this is touching your heart and it it's really what keeps me going. It's what keeps me excited about showing up for you is hearing from you. So I know it's hard. I know we're busy, but if you guys can do that for me, it will bless me more than you know. All right. So today we're talking about rest. Guys, if I'm being really honest with you, this is something that I did not ever do (laughs) until recently. Honestly, until the last couple of years, I was just go, 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 busy, go, to-do list, check the box, achieve, harder, work harder, hustle. And I was constantly exhausted and I was constantly edgy and I didn't know how to rest. And we would go on these camping trips and on these trips, I'd find this like, (sighs) it's like peacefulness, this, my like, my life would just slow down and time would slow down and I would see my family in a new way and I would have such a great time. And I realized 
these camping trips were forcing me, as I look back now, to rest. They were forcing me because I didn't have cell phone service. I wasn't able to work. There was no internet. All I had was my present moment and my family and all the fun activities and nature and all of these different blessings from God that I was typically too busy to see. Another experience is when my phone broke. We were on vacation, and this was the beginning of me taking sabbaticals from my phone every weekend, but my phone broke. And I mean, literally broke. There was no hope, no hope at all. And we were on vacation, and I could not work, couldn't get on the internet, couldn't get on social media. And again, I was forced to rest and to be. And now that I look back, I think those were just gifts from God, even though I felt so addicted and I felt it was so hard for me to lay those things down and to rest. And those were really in relation to my business. But I want to right now ask you some questions and then we're going to go through eight types of rest. I'm going to read you some scripture about rest as well. What's your definition of rest? How often are you taking a break? How often are you taking a break? And I don't mean a break to watch Netflix or to go drink. No condemnation. I'm just over here going like truly rest. Like rest with him, in him. Step away from all types of idols. All types of idols. All types of numbing mechanisms, whether it's TV or this or shopping or what, like when, when have you just been, how often are you doing that? Because it will change you. It will change you and it will change your life. And it's so cool to me when I, when I look at my life and I realize I don't have to do anything. I feel so free. I don't have to drink to have fun anymore. I don't have to be on social media to grow a business. I don't have to um, work to feel value or validated. I don't have to check a box to think that I've been productive today. I can just be and rest in knowing that I am enough just as I am, just in my in my physical presence of being in just being a mom, in just being a wife, in recording an episode when I had a hundred other things on the to-do list, that all of those things are enough and that rest can be found in the little perfect pieces of our day that we are choosing to, to fill with other numbing mechanisms, with things that are changing us, that are planting negative seeds, that are stealing from God trying to speak with us. I know this is deep. Stick with me. I promise it'll be worth it. So let's look at some scriptures about rest. What does God have to say about rest? The first one, Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This promises us, sisters, that when we come to him and we hand it all over, we hand it all over, we are laboring too much, we are burdened with heaviness, there is a lot on our shoulders. 
When we hand it to Jesus, he will give us rest. He is gentle, lowly. We will find rest for our souls, peacefulness in our hearts. So to me, there's this decision I have to make every day. Am I going to carry this weight or am I going to hand it to him? And I find myself often trying to carry it, trying to carry grief or sadness or salvation of others or problems of others or the fears of the world or the what ifs of raising children and the fears that I have that go along with that. I find myself there often, but I have to come back to this verse Come to me and I will give you rest. I need rest from my thoughts. How many of you need rest from your thoughts, from your worries, from your anxieties? That is a, that is a emotional and spiritual rest that you must partake in. So the next one. Exodus 33:14 and he said, "My presence will go with you and I will give you rest." So again, he is with us. When we carry God's presence with us, we are given rest. It's a gift. Rest is a gift. And here's something I've learned about gifts recently. We all have gifts. It's already there. It's it's here. It's take this gift I have for you, but it's our decision. It is our choice if we're going to unwrap the gift. And when we unwrap the gift, are we going to look at it, put it on a shelf, or are we going to actually use it? We are all given the gift of rest. We are given the gift of heaven's timeline instead of our own worldly timeline. Because if we are trying to do things on our own worldly timeline, there's never enough time. There's never going to be enough. You're going to feel stressed and tired and overwhelmed and your to-do list will grow and grow and grow. Or you can operate on heaven's timeline where there's unlimited time. Unlimited time. Slow down, mamas. Take the time to rest. The gift is there. The rest of all the other things, they're just distractions from the gift. They're distractions from slowing down the time to soak in the memories. I think that one of the things that happened for me is I was always in so much of a hurry. I was glorifying busy for so long. I have a really hard time with memories. I can't remember much of anything, to be honest with you. And I think it's because I didn't take the time to smell the roses. I didn't take the time to journal my life. And a life that is well-lived is worth recording. Somebody said that somewhere. That's not mine. It's so good. Now I write down what happened in my life and my day every single evening because it's worth it. Of course, Genesis 2, verse 2 through 3. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done and he rested. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation, which is the Sabbath. Now, I don't know if any of you practice the Sabbath or not, but I believe that we all should. On the weekends are my, weekends are my Sabbath. And of course, you can modify, you can do, make that, you pray and see what God has in store for you for a Sabbath. But for me, that's no phone, no social media, not no phones, no social media, at all and very, very limited work. And if it is work, it's just work that God's asking me to do. Maybe a podcast episode. Maybe I'm inspired by that. Uh, It's light work. I'm not meeting with clients. I'm not doing busy work. I'm not posting things. Like I'm here. 
I'm here and I'm resting. I'm resting in him. All right, let's do one more. This is John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Peace is already given. Again, so if rest is a gift and peace is a gift, what are we operating in? What headspace? What level of busyness are you operating in? How often are you opening his gift of rest and peace? Because the world cannot give those to us. If there is a worldly solution to finding rest, run. His rest is the only rest that you need. Your whole life, everything you're looking for, everything we think we need. Oh, if I had more money, I could take more vacations to rest. Oh man, if I just worked harder, then maybe my husband and I would get along better and then we could get along and go to dinner and look in each other's eyes and rest in each other's love. Oh my gosh, if I just finished this to-do list, then I would finally have time to love on my babies more and to rest with them and play. Those are lies. Those are lies that the world has fed you. But the truth is, you already have the time. You already can operate in rest on a daily, hourly basis, sister. You can already invoke his peacefulness because it's already given to you. We just have to unwrap the gifts. So let's talk about the eight types of rest. And I'll give you an example from my own life of how I am working and operating and constantly praying that God will continue to foster my growth in these different areas and that I will continue to find peacefulness and rest in him in all of these different types of rest. So number one is physical rest physical rest. Your body is a temple. Your body is a temple. We have to treat our body like I always think of it as, you know, we we embody the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives inside of us. So my body is a hotel, girl. Like if Holy Spirit's going to abide in my body, I need to treat my body like a hotel for the Holy Spirit. I am feeding it and nourishing it with vegetables. I am working out. I am taking care of my body. I'm not glorifying my body. I am just taking care of my body. I love my body. I have cellulite. I have some flab on my arms, girls. I have some stretch marks on my stomach. I used to hate those pieces of my body. And now I love them because they are a hotel for the Holy Spirit. So I have to love my body and I have to give my body rest. What does this look like for me? It looks like for me going to bed by no later than 10 p.m. every night. Not getting on my phone. Not letting anything steal from rest of my physical body. I take a few days off from working out every week. This is rest. It's letting your body heal. It's letting your body recuperate from you challenging and growing your body. It's praying over your body. Thank you to this body. I love you so much. It's It's praying thanks and having so much gratitude for a body that allows you to walk for those legs. Yes, they have cellulite. Thank you, Lord, for these cellulite legs that allow me to walk. So many people can't walk. It's perception and perspective over this body. So it's it's loving, finding peacefulness in your physical body and also tangibly taking rest. So for you. 
What's the number one thing you can do? Write it down. I want you to write these down and come share them with me in the Facebook group. To take one, to take your physical rest up one more notch. What do you need to do? Okay, number two is relational rest. Now, this for me, I wrote this down. I didn't know how to write it down, but it's in my marriage. So my husband and I, 24-7, are parents. We've been co-working from home, okay? We are two friends, but also two parents, two co-workers, if you want to call it that. Like, we're constantly on duty, if you will, and our marriage needs rest. We need to get away from all of the things that we have, our responsibilities, and we need to rest together. We need to go on a day date. We need to go on a mountain bike ride. We need to go and lay together and be intimate. We need to look in each other's eyes. We need to have a conversation that doesn't have anything to do with all the things that we have to do. Do you know what I'm saying? How often are you and your spouse finding rest together? And this is one I am constantly working on, you guys, because not all of these come easy. None of them come easy. But when I do that, and when I make that a priority, our marriage is stronger. My love for him grows. The way I see him grows. The veil is lifted from my eyes of, oh, I live with this man. and He's annoying me right now because he's not putting his clothes in the hamper. He's putting it next to the hamper. You know what I mean? Like Those are trivial things of the world that try to keep us distracted from the pure, unconditional love that our spouses have for us and that we have for them because we are one. We are united. So for you. So for us, for us, realistically, this looks like probably one immersive date that's like a full day per month, if I'm being realistic. Um, Now, for some of you, that's a weekly thing. And for some of you, maybe that's quarterly. I don't know. And there's no right or wrong answer here. But go to the Lord and ask, what do you need me to do to begin to rest in my marriage again? Okay, and I want you to write down one thing you can do to take that up one notch. Number three is emotional rest. Number three is emotional rest. And this has probably been the hardest one for me because I grew up with um, a dad in particular who was extremely unemotional, okay? Like, you don't cry. You're tough. And there are pieces of that that I'm grateful for. And then there are pieces of that that um, I'm, you know, learning. I'm learning about how to be emotional in a good way. I'm learning about opening that box that I've put so many emotions and feelings in throughout my life. And so what I've discovered for me, emotional rest is taking a hot bath and allowing myself to cry. It's okay. Allowing myself to feel grief and to go through emotion instead of hiding it or, or avoiding it or thinking or having guilt around it or having shame around it, but going, I have this emotion I'm going to take it to God and I'm going to allow myself to just work through this. That for me is emotional rest because when I'm harboring emotion, I'm not resting with it. Like rest with something is peace with it. It's abiding in it and through it so that you can come out the other side stronger, closer. And and some of it is uncomfortable, guys. Rest is not comfortable. Rest is not comfy. But it's so absolutely necessary. And once we start to relish in it, it does become not just comfortable, but you crave it. 
I crave rest in all these areas now. So emotional rest. And maybe for you, you you maybe are being a bit too emotional, right? There's a sweet spot for each of these buckets, each of these eight types of rest. So what do you need to do in this bucket? Do you need to allow yourself to feel or to, to allow Holy Spirit to work with you on some different types of emotional rest? Or maybe... You know, it's time for you to seek that therapist or that spiritual growth mentor or talk to that pastor at your church. What's happening emotionally that you know needs some work? Write it down. Number four, business rest. (laughs) Rest in your business. Rest in your business. Now, guys, I could have and I have had entire podcast episodes about rest in your business because I feel so strongly. This is like part of my mission work is that as entrepreneur hearted moms, all of you, you want to grow these businesses. You know, the fruitfulness is right on the other side of getting through that hump of working through it. And you get so distracted by the desire to succeed that business becomes in a way an idol. And it was for me and it can be for me. And I'm very grateful that I'm I'm willing and have been shown how to let go of the spirit of control and how to notice when my ego is creeping back in or my desire for achievement is rearing its ugly head because I just pray over that, Holy Spirit. I pray that I would release these fleshly desires in my heart for my business and that you would just take it. It's your business. God, this is your business. How do I operate this business with my eyes on Jesus, with with my eyes on heaven's timeline and not the world's. And what he so lovingly showed me is that I was to lay down the idolatry of my business, of growing my business, the idolatry of the to-do list, of busy. So what that looks like for me tangibly, ladies, is outsourcing a lot of things. I have four people on my team now. I had to get over the notion that I, it couldn't be done without Stephanie Gass because that's absolutely ridiculous. I had to get over the fact that it takes an investment to hire help. Yes, it does. Too bad. Get over it. The provision's already there for you. God will, will give you those answers. I had to get over the fact that I was handing my business away to some other people to help me. That is a spirit of control. And we, are, we have to break that in order to find rest in our businesses. The other thing that that looks like for me tangibly is I don't work after roughly four o'clock every day, if I'm being honest, I start, I do my workout around four o'clock. Then I make dinner with my family. We do not eat dinner with any type of technology around us. Then we often go outside and play trampolines, uh, visiting. Maybe we'll watch a family TV show or something like that. But like, we're truly resting. Maybe we play a game. Maybe the Brad wrestles with the boys and I go take a hot bath. Like there is, I'm not working. Now, that's probably 90% of the time. Of course, this cannot be 100% all the time. They're just boundaries that you set for yourself and they're flexible boundaries because what if I have a client in Australia or what if I'm doing a launch? Great. It's okay. But 90% of the time, I am not working after four. That's what that looks like for me. Um, It also looks like getting help with my kids, right? If I'm going to run a business of this size and and do all the things that I do, I have to have help, whether they're in school, whether I have um, a babysitter here, whether my mom is helping me. Like I am asking for help left and right. And then finally, the weekends. The weekends are tr- truly are a Sabbath for me. I delete the apps completely. 
90% of the time, Facebook and Instagram. Um, I clear my inbox out on Friday so that I don't have to look at my emails. And if I work, it's doing something that's fun that I just want to do, like recording an episode or working on updating a course. Like it's, it's fun, easy things that I can do as I rest. Okay. So in the business category, what do you need to do to take that up a notch? And I feel extremely strong. Holy Spirit is always convicting me that you all have a lot of work to do when it comes to social media. So I would really encourage you to think about this question. Are you looking at your phone more than you're looking into the eyes of your children, your husband, and your friends? Are you thinking more about what could be happening on your phone in a facade of a world that actually doesn't matter than the world that you are physically in? Are you carrying your phone around with you from room to room? Do you have panic when you don't know where it is? Does your phone die before the end of the day? (laughs) I know. These are hard questions, but they are questions that you must ask yourself because we as kingdom entrepreneurs, we are building not businesses for our own benefit to make some money. We're building legacies. We are building transformational change for people with the gifts that we have. And if we are so distracted that we cannot even raise our babies by looking them in the face and hearing them when they speak to us instead of speaking to our head as we look down into a world that is not even real or doesn't even matter, something's got to change. I want you to see that for what it is. What is that? That's an idol, my friends. And that is the enemy using something physical to steal from your presence and your purpose. And your purpose. I know this is hard. This is hard work. And you know what? Hard work is great work. Hard work is heart work. Mm, Write that down, girls. Hard work is heart work. What do you need to do in the business rest bucket? Write it down. Come share it in the group. The fifth type of rest is spiritual rest. Spiritual rest. How are you finding peace in your spiritual journey? Guys, tactically, tangibly, this is so cool. There is not one way to do this. You know, you've heard, oh, you must have a morning routine and you have to just read your Bible every day. Yes, that's wonderful. But how about just a walk with you and God? Just talk to God. Just pray to God on your walk. You know, when we go mountain bike riding, I have so many physical, tangible, emotional, spiritual experiences with God in the trees, in in the wind, uh, just even in my heart, in Holy Spirit, just being with me, just find feeling the presence. Um, You can do this in the evenings if you want to pray. You can have a bath by playing worship music and feel the presence of the Lord. Okay, like there is no right or wrong answer to how you can experience spiritual rest. Maybe it's also looking for a spiritual growth mentor or looking for someone, a a biblical mentor that you can lean on, someone in your church, a friend of yours. There are ways to just rest in God just resting with him and in him. And it doesn't always have to be a seeking, okay? Try some different things, right? So for me, tangibly, what does this look like? I do wake up an hour before everyone else, about actually an hour and a half, and I spend a full hour with the Lord in the mornings. And I'm reading the Bible, I'm doing a Bible study, and I'm praying. And I'm journaling. At night, I'm journaling again. Um, I'm praying all day throughout the day, guys. 
all day, all day long. And that takes practice and it becomes a habit and a routine and then it becomes a desire of your heart. And I'm outside doing mountain bike riding or sitting on the patio and I'm looking for the Lord in every little piece of my life and I'm writing them down. Resting in the Lord for me is is focusing on the gifts he gives me on a daily basis, on the miracles that are happening in my life from top to bottom and then recording them recording them, writing them down. There's a reason that the apostles followed Jesus around and wrote down every single thing that he ever did. Because belief, belief and faith is strengthened when you're recognizing the clues and you're recognizing how he is with you, those physical presence. And if you're being distracted by all the other things, you're not taking the time and the intentionality to see and experience him on a level in which he wants to bless you with. All right, we got three more. Number six. Number six is daily rest. So this one, I wrote this one down because no matter what your day looks like, it's cray cray. All right, like let's just be real. We have pickup and drop off. We're doing a load of laundry. We're working our business. We're we're trying to delete social media if we're smart. We probably could be running errands. We have to reply to text messages. We have emails to deal with. We have got to talk to my spouse today. Where is he? Who is he? Hello. Hi. How are you? Like there's so many things. Daily rest for me is just my shower. Okay, guys, like this is it. I go take a shower by myself. No children. No one talking to me. All alone for 15 minutes. That's it. It's just where's your break in the day? Find something for you that's not a lot of time, okay? And it's just that one time where there's nothing, there's no goal. Because even in the morning when I wake up an hour and a half before my family, there's a goal. That's my spiritual growth and spiritual rest. What about just like a true out moment to just sit? Maybe it's 10 minutes outside during the sunset. Maybe it's a 10-minute shower. Maybe it's a 10-minute walk. You can take 10 minutes and do not take your phone. Don't you dare. Don't you dare take your phone during your daily rest. All right, number so what are you going to do in your daily rest time? I would love to see you write that down, commit, share it with me. Number seven is weekly rest. Number seven is weekly rest. Now, I spoke about this in, in business rest. So some of these rest buckets might overlap for you, but for me, the weekly rest is actually taking a a Sabbath. You can call it a Sabbath. You can call it a mental break from all of the things you have to do. But it's just being present in my actual life on the weekends. That's my weekly rest. Now, this is 90% of the time. Maybe you have a super busy week. Hey, that's okay. What is your weekly rest going to look like that week? Is there a different day that you can just totally shut down everything and just live, you know, One thing that has been super cool is like when I have that day and some of the days my whole family's here and those days look different than a day that you have to yourself. Those are very rare for me. But even in those days, it's like, what do I, what do I really want to do right now? What do I want to do? Not what do I need to do? Not what needs to be done? Not what does someone else has been asking me to do for them? But like, what do I just really want to do right now? And sometimes I'll pray. I'm like, Holy Spirit help me know what I want to do. (laughs) Cause like sometimes I don't know. And then I'll hear from him. He's like, take a bike ride or take a bath 
or go read a book. Just lay down and read a book, Stephanie. And it's like, oh, thank you. Like what a gift. What a gift to yourself to just do something that you, that your heart is craving once a week. Now, last one, number eight is an annual rest. This is a new one for me. This is new. Uh, it's something that just recently happened that, um, God showed me, but it's on an annual basis. Can you actually get away, getting away? This can be alone or maybe this can be with your spouse. Okay. Or it can be with a friend, whatever that looks like, but like taking a check out right from life at least once a year to go and be with the Lord and have fun and, you know, go on a hike and have a couple of days, like two or three days at a minimum to a full week because the world is a distractor. And if we're constantly sitting in all of the worldly stuff that we have to face on a daily basis and we are unwilling to walk away from that, we are living in this clouded facade of what life can be. And sometimes hearing from God takes silence. Not sometimes, all the time. That's why not only am I encouraging you to have a daily rest, 10 or 15 minutes, but a weekly rest, an entire day. And now I'm telling you, an annual rest is a good idea. It doesn't have to be expensive either. Go on a camping trip. Man, that's a few hundred bucks. Um, Grab your husband and be like, hey, can we do an overnight and just go on a hike? Can we go grab a, a, a cabin by the lake somewhere? You know, ask some people to help you guys out with the kids, like, or even just yourself. The other weekend, my husband was going to the cabin and I was overwhelmed, going through some grief. And I said, you know what? Can you just go? Can you just take them? Like, I really need these three days to myself. And those three days were just me sitting at home by myself. Okay. Me and the Lord. I had so much revelation. I had so many amazing um, confirmations from the Lord and healing inside of my of my grief process and my grieving process. And I took a bath and I took a bike ride and I read a book and I journaled and I just sat and watched the birds. Like what a gift, what a gift that God has in store for you. And if you guys are struggling with this right now, thinking, yeah, must be nice. There's no way that I can rest. I can't rest in my business and my relational rest and my emotional rest. I can't wake up early. I have to do all these things at night, but do you? Steph, I can't take 10 minutes of daily rest. Really? Really? Or is that something else that is speaking on your behalf, your maybe desire to grow that business or maybe that addiction to busy or, or no, I have to watch Netflix and, and drink. I think the first question is, what do I need to lay down so I can experience his rest? Guys, I have asked myself, I have had to come to Jesus on this stuff, right? There are so many things I didn't want to let go of that when I finally did, I experienced rest and peacefulness and heart transformation. I mean, it's hard to even explain how my life feels and looks different and how much more favor I experience on a daily basis just in my peacefulness not let alone my marriage and my business and my motherhood and all the pieces that simply come from the rest and the abiding. 
in him and all the gifts that he already has for you. We're just afraid to unwrap them because we have to let go of the other things that we think are gifts that the world has handed us, but they're not. They're distractions. They're stealers of joy. So let me pray with you now. And um, I would love to see what you wrote down from this episode. Come share it with us in the Facebook group, bit.ly slash success support group. I would love to see that. If this episode blessed you, challenged you, or encouraged you in some way, take a screenshot for me. Post it in your stories. Tag me. I'll tag you in my share or your share in my, your share in my stories. And it will bless me so much to hear from you. So let's pray. Father, I lift up all of the amazing women, each and every one of them, and men too, who are listening to this episode. I pray that whatever the rest is that you have in store for them, that you would bring that desire into the forefront of their heart and that their spirit would be encouraged to take action right now on implementing that rest, that peacefulness that only comes through laying down the things that are not from you and stepping into all of the beautiful gifts you have for us. I pray that they find the resources, the help, the the encouragement, the, um, the support that they need to begin to have more rest, true rest, peacefulness, that you show them how that rest can begin to happen in their lives here and now. And the Holy Spirit prompts them and encourages them to begin moving into a deeper season of rest so that they can experience you and all of the things you have in store for their lives. We love you. You're so grateful for you and for this message. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. Pretty please. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys, every time that I see that this show has impacted your life in some way. So if you'll do that for me, I would be super grateful. The second thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Stephanie Gass. I'll share you in my stories and then together we can share the love. God bless you, sis. 